0: hey what is up designers welcome back to the grand design podcast um in this podcast though i'm going to be recounting for you days 11 12 and today 13 um i didn't post on days 11 and 12 because i don't post really on days that are just like blank space days where i don't do much of anything i don't i don't i don't come on here and i don't say anything because there's really nothing to say And I don't want to have just a bunch of episodes that say, I just rested today and I didn't really do much. Um, That being said, today is one of those episodes, man. I've been sitting there for a while and kind of trying to figure out, you know. I've been sitting there and I've been trying to figure out what is there left to incorporate within a sales letter, within the campaign that I'm writing. I'm still on the first uh page um of the campaign that i'm writing out of five pages or out of five you know uh days within the sequence I'm in the first day still and I've added more but I'm just trying to figure out how do I like I'm trying to add so much information into the actual letter that I'm having trouble you know first of all figuring out how I continue it where I put in specific pieces of information and where that I, you know, where is it that I'm, how is it that I'm going to organize that information? Uh, so it makes sense as it progresses, you know, uh, man, I don't know. Like, it, it's, it's a bit of a writer's block in a way. So I don't really know where that I'm going with it. Like, not that I don't know where I'm going. with it. I know where I want to go with it. But how do I like it's a writer's block on everything that I just discussed. Let me just wrap it up that way. And so I've been sitting there for the last couple days you know just kind of stumped about it and um because it, it's something that I really want to take serious and something that I think is very important and so I want to put a lot of time energy effort in no not, not any of those things because those things aren't really relevant but I want to put a lot of great detail into it and make it something that's actually substantial and something that's beautiful and something that even if someone doesn't want to be a partner in the business or a speaker on the summit I want you know them just look at it and be able to appreciate the art within the copy and within the campaign and how it's how it's all been structured and so yeah i've been spending a lot of time just sitting there looking at it you know not really doing much to it but just sitting there looking at it thinking about it going from day to day waiting for information to strike and information infrared you know uh ideas in terms of what the sales letter is going to be like has strict has has struck you know on multiple occasions but you know and then it just adds time to the bottom line because it's like, okay, now how do I organize this information? How do I actually put this into the sales letter? So it's been a lot of days just sitting and thinking about the sales letter because this first impression is going to be one that's important because it is the first impression. You know, It's going to be the first thing people look at and it's going to really determine whether they want to continue on to the next day and the next and the next and the next. But at the same time, inside, it's an internal struggle like, I want to get this campaign out fast. I want to bring this company to market fast especially because I'm on 13 13 today and the wheel, you know, the ball hasn't really got to rolling. And so it's a lot of forces inside of me right now, struggling, fighting against one of each other. But, you know, I've just been trying to obey the principles that I've learned. And one of those principles is, man, you got to listen to the world. you got to listen to the silence. You know, it's times to toil a lot of times, and I feel like I ignore a lot of those times and I'm very bad with it. But, you know, as a routine, you know, sitting there and, and letting things have the space to grow organically and in the ways in which you know they should uh has has yielded some you know a, a lot of beautiful results and so i want to keep that trend going and give this sales letter the space to do what it has to do in order to you know get to the next level um And it's also, I just, you know, I feel bad about that a lot of times. I feel like I'm just loafing around and wasting time and, you know, procrastinating and not, you know, hammering it out. But I don't know, since it's been serving me in some, you know, some pretty good ways, I just, I'm just trying to roll with it, I guess. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Still working on the sales letter. Uh, I'll let you know how that progresses. Um, let me actually read the sales letter to you. You know, I actually want you to read what I wrote. Uh maybe you can judge it send me over advice or something like that so it it says hey man it's a bit of an urgent email so I'll just get straight to it we should build a software except I do all the work and you do none of it now that may be a bit of a weird proposal but hear me out all marketers and entrepreneurs do is lie. I've been marketing my own business online since 2017 and the most entrepreneur and like most entrepreneurs I want to be topped you know the top brass someday uh, see, it's not even organized, right? It just goes right into Clubhouse just received a billion-dollar valuation after nine months. Because if you compare it to what I wrote in the last episode, I actually went back to the top and inserted another piece but didn't know how to finish that. And So the sale letter is kind of in a unfinished state. You know, even some of the ideas that I'm trying to break and rebuild and what I'm actually trying to communicate at the end of the day is... is it's a lot of com- complexity when it comes to that. Because I'm trying to convey one idea one principle but you know i struggle like how is it that we'll you know because there are multiple ideas that you want to bring to people across the entirety of the letter but how do it is that i structure it how is it that i structure and break all these ideas within this campaign you know should i put that marketing is not the way to get to the top in this first letter should this first letter just be origin story you know i think tonight what i'm going to do if i don't just lay down and go to sleep what i'm going to do is i'm actually going to uh I'm going to take the expert secrets book and the storytelling guideline within the book, and just write it out on a piece of paper, and just try to fill in, you know, the blanks for what what my story is and what I want to bring to people, because this first sales letter is the origin, you know, the origin story, and so I'm I'm just going to try to figure everything out and map it out as we go along. It's been, man, I'm, I mean, I've been having the weirdest time lately, you know, but. You know, hopefully it all pays out, man. We on a race to the end. And uh Yeah, man. Let's see. You know, I, I just hope all goes well. I appreciate everybody for listening for oh oh, 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 I have one one final announcement. I have one final announcement that I actually want to talk about. This podcast episode is going to be the last episode under that, you know, under the podcast title. Grand Design. I actually think I'm changing the podcast title from Grand Design to Surviving the Cancel, you know, Surviving the Cancel podcast. And the reason that I'm doing that because I listened to a podcast episode the other day by Russell Brunson uh, about creating umbrella umbrella brands, okay? And I look at my brand and what I, you know, what I want to create and what I represent and Grand Design and then it's the Surviving the Cancel Summit and then it's this company around being able to speak your ideas, and everybody having the ability and the right to do that in um, grand design just the, the name and the title of the idea is not actionable and it kind of doesn't fit into that you know what I'm saying, that, that that flow of ideas you know. so if everything was surviving and canceling the company corresponding to that um, was the company I'm not going to give the company uh, the name away on here if I haven't already, um, actually I will Um, The company is either going to be named Audio Pages or Chapter. Okay. So, uh, you know, with that being said, you know, um, I want everything to kind of be uniform and kind of make sense. So I'm going to be changing the cover of this podcast to a new cover that I designed last night called "The Surviving the Cancel. Uh, you know, it's going to be, a co- you know, it, it, it's a, a cover that says Surviving to Cancel, and it has like this anime type inspired design uh, with the sensitive content logo on the front. And um, I'm going to be changing the title of this podcast so you won't be able to find it in the grand design anymore if you're a long time listener. And uh, I appreciate y'all for, you know, being with me every step of the way, you know, every step of this journey. Now, I do want to emphasize with Surviving to Cancel and with this, you know, opposition, this seeming opposition, You know to cancel culture I do want to say man If y'all canceling somebody For something like You know Sexual assault Or rape Or something like that You know I'm not I'm I'm not against you I'm on your side You know If you canceling somebody for, For real reasons You know It's a reason behind what you're saying You know Like Like maybe they Like they did something that's You know Kind of like Uh, objectively wrong you know what I'm saying by all means, tear that person apart I'm not, you know I don't want to inspire any crowd or group of people who are against cancel culture because they root for bad people or because they like somebody who's done something bad and think it's, oh, it's not that bad what I'm talking about with this surviving the cancel theme and idea is the contesting of people Who have ideas that aren't objectively bad but are just converse to what society believes okay and so for example is like if you know majority of people in society are Christians and you're an atheist and they don't like you you know for example it's like if you in the 1400s say something that's against the church like something scientifically truthful and people don't like you you know uh, because of it you know because it violates their religious ideologies um, I want to say man I'm all for people who You know I want to say on this podcast I believe in being kind e- Even if what you say saying Is supposedly based in facts I still believe in being kind Before being honest Okay unless Unless your kindness Allows people to continue to do the wrong thing Okay So you know If somebody's like Doing something bad You got to be honest with them Okay But if somebody's doing something that you don't like Be kind first You know I think kindness counts Being a good person counts And if Again If you're canceling somebody On, on the basis of something that's like Societally You know That society Like that, that is pretty much objectively Immoral Now you can say Oh all immoral is subjective You know subjective Yeah sure But you know what I'm talking about You know something bad murder rape sexual assault sexual harassment any of these things then I get you you know and if somebody comes and is a a part of what we represent on this podcast and they don't understand you I don't support them you know I I go online every single day and every single day I see a world and I see a crop of bad you know people that are bad like like You know, for example, this is is a crowd that I don't support. You'll go on social media and ESPN pages. I'm talking about this because this is something that really bothers me. And I wish people would clean up their act on this. You go on a social media page and they post LeBron, you know, next to a picture of Sue Bird, who's a champion in the WNBA, one of the greatest of all time uh, within her division. And people talk bad about the WNBA and talk bad about Sue Bird. For no reason. You just, you're just an unkind person. You're just a nasty person. You're just mean. I don't support you. I don't like you. You know? I want you to be a part of this movement. To be a part of the people on this podcast. But at the same time, I need you, if you're going to do that, to change and to be kind. To be good to people. To be sweet to people. Because people go through and face a lot of things. And for you to aggravate and add to those problems, for any reason, it's just not a good thing to do. You know, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know how many of you are in, you know, close contact frequently with people of different walks of life. But as soon as you get in contact frequently with people of different walks of life, you kind of get to understand and, you know, just how much they experience. You know, it's a lot of people that, even since they're, since a young age, been through a lot, you know, faced a lot, you know, felt a lot. And it's people in society that just, you know, just, just add on top of it. They just don't know how to be kind. They just don't know how to accept that people go through things and that they're being genuine in what they say, you know, because you have your own views of the world. Okay? Okay. You know, even if you go to politics, you know, some things that some people say in politics are bad. Sure. But a lot of people will dog on somebody maybe just for being a Republican. You understand what I mean? Instead of just sitting down and, and listening to what they have to say, you know, and it goes the opposite way. Some people will bag on people for just being a Democrat. I mean, I think it goes one way more than the other. If I'm being completely frank. But it definitely goes both ways. And I think we should sit down and listen and hear people out. And learn their stresses and what they got to feel. What Say what they got to feel. You know, before we, you know, try to attack somebody. You know, before we try to cancel somebody. You know, uh, I'm just kind of going on a rant here, you know. But it's, it's so much on my mind in regards to this man. Like, I don't talk about you know what's going on in the world something political you know because i just don't really care about that stuff to be honest i don't care about who ride and where or what it's about i don't care about that that's not don't get me wrong when i say i don't care about it i you know I, i care you know i want people to be happy but that's not my primary focus you know my primary focus is not dictated by social media sites or television so it's not my primary focus i mean i care it makes me sad sometimes. I want people to do better. I want people to be happy and have the things as theirs. But I don't. I don't really pay attention to it. I, I have something that I want to do. I have my contributions to the world, and it's specific. It's not general. It's not about everything. This broad, overarching idea of what we should do for the world or how who, who we should be or what problems we should be concerned with—it's specific. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot, man. I mean, I don't know, like. You just got to hear me out on this episode. You just got to feel me. You know. uh, I don't know, man. Just hear people, man. Just hear what people got to say. Just feel people. You know. I wrote uh, a little slogan for this movement. A little while back. It kind of encapsulates what I've been thinking. You know. Um, It's this idea. That in the world right now, and I don't know if it's true or not, I haven't checked it out myself, that we're divided, okay? That with the advent of the internet, people's voices have been amplified. And because people's voices have been amplified and they're so diverse, we've become divided, supposedly. And so what I want for this campaign is to people to be even more amplified for people of all walks of life to be even more loud. But with the increase in volume of what it is that we have to say, I would love for an increase in tolerance. Not a tolerance of evil, but an intolerance of things that are just, okay, we have our differences. And here's the slogan right here. I want people with this movement to be louder, but closer. I wanna live in a world that's louder, people are expressing at a rate that has never you know been documented before but people accepting and loving each other at a rate that hasn't been documented before that's what I want that's what that's, that's what surviving the cancel is all about okay and so as I said man I'm still putting together the pieces for the surviving the cancel summit um, but I don't want the idea of cancel culture and me being against cancel culture to be misinterpreted. I'm not against the people who want to stamp out evil. I'm against the people who... More specifically... Have a misconception... Of what they believe is evil. They have this... You know, they think something's evil. Like billionaires. But it's really not. That's what I'm talking about. I'm against the idea that we should stamp out things... Because they're unfamiliar to us And therefore we are fearful of them Not things that are really bad Okay Things that are really bad Can die And rot in hell Anyways That's really all I have to say This is Dallas And uh, Appreciate you for listening to my podcast The Surviving the Cancer Podcast I think we're going to start You know Picking it up Within the coming days But who knows man The patterns of my You know Of our creativity they're so unpredictable. So we'll see. Um, you know, I'm thinking about changing the Survivor cancel podcast, but, you know, my, my girlfriend designed the cover that we have now. And so I don't know if I'll change it, but, you know, just look out for it. You know, you know if, the, if the title does change, you know, you're going to have to look up a different title. You're going to have to look up a different cover. Okay. But it will still be by the same author. And that's me and my dog Rashad. And we go by the designers. So there it is. It's Dallas from the Grand Design or the Surviving the Cancel podcast. And I thank you a lot for listening, man. It means so much to me. See, the numbers have been going up. People have been getting more interested. And uh, I don't know, it just means a tremendous amount. I can't, you know, one of the things that I'm looking forward to the most this year. I want to, I want to, I want to, you know, I I love L.A. and I want to stay in L.A., but I want to visit my hometown, you know, back in Maryland a lot this spring particularly and then maybe a little bit this summer, you know, because it's uh, a quiet beauty about that place that is uncaptured anywhere else as far as I can tell um, other than places like in its immediate vicinity like Virginia, you know, or people there that I love and that I miss, that I think are going through a hard time. And I would like to be there to fight, you know, through our trials together. You understand what I mean? Joe Biden says he'll have the coronavirus vaccine, you know, you know, uh, shout out to people by, you know, the spring. Uh, I don't live in fairy tales. So I'll be taking the vaccine obviously because I got things to do and I got places to go you know, but that's pretty much it, you know, uh, yeah, peace out.